Welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online. Well, I, you know, I, I, I got so used to saying that for about, oh, the first uh, uh, 780 or 90 shows that we've done. I, I suppose I, I, should, I should correct myself even now. I don't want to say we're not on air. We are completely online. But it feels like we're on air to an extent because we have something called, we still have something called our radio loop which lets you feel as though you're just sort of turning the show on uh, because it'll, it'll appear, well, what you'll hear will be whatever, uh, whatever point in the show, in the loop that the show is playing in. Watch all those prepositions. Uh, that's the point at which you enter. And it, it has an analog feel and hence radio, hence on air. But no, it's all online. And uh, you find us wherever you find your podcasts. But in particular, the easiest way, the quickest way, maybe not the quickest, but, but the one that we could at least, uh, with, without going through a laundry list of other sites or other, or other uh, podcast uh, uh, servers, uh, we're at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. It is nearly uh, the third anniversary, well, tomorrow, the sixth will be, the third anniversary of the insurrection uh, fomented, led, uh, begun, performed on behalf of, assisted by uh, Donald Trump against the United States of America. Three years. Uh, and Donald has yet to be convicted of the obvious crimes that we all saw play out on television. Uh, the, uh, the the call to arms uh, uh, from the Capitol uh, from the Capitol mall, from the mall there. Uh, his demands that everybody go that we march down that we take it back that blah 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 uh, to the ignoring of all of the uh, brutality that was going on during the day to uh, essentially uh, finally uh, five hours or six hours later putting out a, uh, a statement on online to his supporters I love you but go home now you're wonderful you're the best thing that ever happened and I was well with what the unspoken part I was was waiting for you to do what you were supposed to do, which is stop the count, and our crazy little game of, of alternate electors would start to play out, and basically I would still be in there, but no, you didn't do it, so go home, I love you, says Donald, point, set, match, uh, not from my side, but now I have to begin the other fight, and he's been at it ever since. Ever since, Donald has been claiming that, well, the only reason he did all this, of course, was because, well, uh, the election was stolen from him. 
And there were 63 lawsuits brought by Rudy Giuliani, by, uh, by uh, what's her name, uh, and what's his name, uh, Eastman, and, and, uh, and uh, uh, the, the, what's he now, what's her name, what's her name who basically already claim, uh, proclaimed herself or, or allocated to, uh, uh, to uh, her guilt in the Georgia case, um, uh, Rudy, who's been disbarred, uh, uh, Sydney Powell, I'm sorry, her name, I don't know why her name keeps uh, escaping me, uh, maybe it's still early in the morning here, but uh, Sydney Powell, uh, and, and, uh, and she and, and Giuliani and Eastman were bringing cases throughout the United States, or actually mainly in battleground states, where they could have basically flipped the numbers uh, and, and things were relatively close, 10,000, 15,000 vote differences, relatively close, um, and lost every, well, no, they lost 62 of the 63 lawsuits they brought. Now, that, that might not be, and that might not be perfectly uh, technically correct either, to say they lost. In many instances, including, I believe, all three or four passes before the U.S. Supreme Court, they basically were told, you've got nothing here. The Supreme Court refused, <coughs> excuse me, the Supreme Court refused to hear their cases. They just said, you, you've got nothing. Now, I forget, I have to go check and see if there was a, a signed opinion or it was a one-sentence uh, denial with no names on it. That's permitted. The, court, the Supreme Court can do all sorts of stuff, but it has to grant certiorari. It, it literally, uh, it has the right to refuse or, or not refuse uh, to take a case on. It can say, I don't want to see this, and leave it at whatever level it was at in the, in the lower court. And the cases that were brought to it about overthrowing, overturning the will of the people, the certified results of the election from the various secretaries of state around the country. And, and at three, and I, I have to check this back, three or four situations. No, we're not even going to look at it. Now, if there was something to look at, well, you know, by God, the three people, Trump's three hand-picked judges, you know, the ones who lie, well, two of the three lied during their confirmation hearings, said that they would not do anything, which, that they were totally respected stare decisis and would not touch Roe v. Wade, and lied, just simply lied. Grounds for impeachment, are they going to get impeached? Apparently not. Uh, that's just the way, you know, that's, that's the way with uh, when you have a, uh, uh, you know, a Republican whorehouse uh, uh, that's, that's posing as a Supreme Court. Pretty ugly. It, it, it's disgusting, as a matter of fact. But, but, but okay, notwithstanding. But, but, but the point being that Donald continues to lie about you know, when it was taken from me, it was stolen. Well, your, your lawyers had 63 chances to prove in court that it wasn't, that it was in fact stolen. And you had Republican, Republican appointed judges, you had Democratic appointed judges, you had it from the Supreme Court down to local state courts, everything in between. 
pursuing every line of reason you could. And in case after case, more often than not, it went like this. Essentially, uh, Rudy would be outside or Eastman would be outside uh, bullshitting away about how this was stolen, it was horrible, yelling and screaming, blah, 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 and then get into court, and the courts looking at the documentation would realize that, that the complaint being made by Eastman or Powell or Giuliani was essentially a political diatribe saying our, 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 our client has been robbed, void, devoid of facts. And so the courts invariably, in case after case, say, okay, now, where are the facts? Where is the fraud? Where is the proof of fraud sufficient for this court to basically reverse or to declare that there, at a minimum, to declare that there has been some action taken by, I guess, Democrats, I suppose, or, or some official in the state that you're going after, the Secretary of State or whoever, whoever certifies a, a vote results in this state, or where is the evidence? And in case after case, 62 of them, the answer came back, Your Honor, um, well, we don't actually have anything. Case dismissed. End of story. Over. Finished. Done. Again and again and again. That was the storyline. Now, how many people understand that that was the storyline? Interesting thought. Let me put that a different way. If How many Trump supporters do you think understand that that was the storyline? Now, well, I don't know. Do, how, I, it, it, it's, so, it's so black and white. Now, you can claim, I, I, I imagine, you can attempt to claim that somehow there was collusion across straight state lines by, by even Republican secretaries of state who basically all came to the same conclusion. There was no fraud. Donald lost. Okay, well, no, it, 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 there's a, somewhere in there, there's a witch hunt. They were all being directed uh, by, uh, the, let's see, how can we put this? There, there, was, a, um, uh, there was a conspiracy uh, somehow, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, where the consp I don't know where the deep state part would come in because everything that was in control of what would have been the deep state, the, the alleged deep state that would have affected the election results was all part of the Trump administration. So there was, if there was a national coordination going on, taking place, that was affecting, that was creating the situation where courts were suddenly all pulled in and they and every judge and every court was told, you will go against Donald. There was this instantaneous uh, 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 uprising against Donald that was somehow coordinated by some deep state. 
you you got you got to go really, really. You got to get way the hell out there to imagine what it would have taken to get 62 courts to all say this is bullshit. Go away. And then you wind up, of course, Rudy and, and Sidney Powell have been, well, Rudy's been disbarred. Now, wait, is he disbarred or is it still, I have to check this. It may be that his, his license is still suspended. In the way, he can't practice law anywhere. I know it's been suspended in New York. It's been suspended. His federal license, you have a separate federal license to practice before the federal courts. That has been suspended also. Based on what? Based that he lied his ass off. The bar associations that handle these things basically looked at what was done, what he did, the lies that he, the, the obvious lies that were perpetrated, and said, you're, you're, you are in violation of, of the most fundamental ethical codes of any attorney. We cannot have you out there. You, 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 are, you are basically disgracing the profession. You are, you are lower than the low. It takes, I, I can't tell you how much it takes to get yourself disbarred in New York State or have yourself suspended in New York State. It takes a hell of a lot. Sidney Powell. Uh, I, she's, I, I forget where it was that she's licensed, her, her original license. In any event, it's suspended or it's gone. And, and she proclaims before the court in Georgia, in the criminal case in Georgia, yeah, I lied. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I lied. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a deal, whatever you can give me. That, that's yet to play out. Rudy, now, now Rudy is too, Rudy is... Rudy is gone. Rudy is also basically just lost, you know, I don't know, is it, is it $150 million he owes? And he owes it now to the mother and daughter who were the poll workers, basically, who were, the, who were working there in Georgia, who he defamed like crazy all over the place. And, and, and basically doesn't have the monies and is, is you know, is, is claiming bankruptcy. And I don't know where the hell Eastman is at right now. We know Donald is on the verge. The, the, New, York, the New York State Court, the, the, the tax case against him. You don't hear much about that these days. But that basically is going to get decided relatively soon, I understand, in, in 2024. Here we are. It's 2024. We're basically, uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> this is the year in which it happens. Still a bunch of months to go, but this is when all the all the stuff starts to hit the fan. And the only question before the tax judge in New York, essentially, is basically how big a fine, how much punishment will Donald receive? There's no question. There's absolutely no question that he submitted fraudulent tax returns, that he cheated the state out of many, many, many millions of dollars by either over or undervaluating his properties. Oh, well, you know, but we, did, but we didn't cheat the banks. You have to understand the banks didn't mind that because, well, you know, the banks kind of recheck it themselves. But so it was okay that we lied our asses off. And Deutsche Bank, God knows what the hell, what, what, what the hell Deutsche Bank is uh, going to find itself. I, I, I don't know. 
uh, one one begins to wonder what the, what the motivations are there. I'm sure this has been examined any number of different ways. Who was involved in Deutsche Bank? Why why they seem to be willing to to basically try to roll over for Donald, but. The, the arguments that Donald's side has presented within the tax court, within the state court, the, the state case, civil case here, which basically uh, is, is deciding his financial fate, have been weak. No one has been able to d d deny that, that false numbers were presented. The, the, the best argument has been, well, you know, people just kind of say these things. It's, it's, it's an opinion. It's simply a, 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 a vague opinion, and, and it's all going to be reviewed by the bank anyway lending the money. Well, that's funny. The state doesn't get the opportunity to do that. When you pay your taxes, you're basically saying, this is a fact. It's a fact. That the state is not being told by Donald, you know, uh, um, well, uh, we recognize that as I pay you this, this is just my opinion about it. I, I may be certifying to it under, under penalty of criminal responsibility, you know, under, you know, I, I, under, under penalty of law, I may be saying that this is absolutely a correct valuation, but understand that that's for you, state. For the, for, the, for the lender, well, it, we, we, we understand that's a different set. Of, no, no, it doesn't work that way, you see? So that right now, as we sit here on the 5th of January, on the eve, on the penultimate day before the anniversary, the third anniversary of the insurrection against the United States, led, fomented, set off, on behalf of, created by, uh, whole cloth, without whom it could never happen, Donald Trump, and who was sitting under 91 counts related to that, uh, to that insurrection. Oh, it wasn't an insurrection. Look, we're still here. Everything's fine. No. Insurrection is the act of attempting to take down the government. Why? I've said this any number of times on the show here. If you take the government down, there ain't no government to come back and say that, well, it wasn't really an insurrection. It's automatically not an insurrection because the new government will deny it and any prosecutions will basically be quelched instantaneously. That's why an insurrection is based on its attempt. And by God, there was an attempt. Now, the thing about all this is, and as you talk to Trump supporters, I find this, there is, even among the most intelligent of them, the, the, I'm, I'm so educated people, smart people, people who I've known for a long time, what I've gotten again and again, as recently as very recently, is asking the question, look, let, let, let's, go back, let's go back to the source of all this. You know, you're still a Trump supporter. The question becomes, why? And I say, well, let's, let's, ta let's take it down to the bedrock. Did all, all, of this, all of this antipathy, all of the anger, all of the, in order to support this guy, 
Part of that is the belief, or he keeps saying, that he's still the president. Why? Because, well, the, pres the presidency was stolen from him in elections. And I, I would think that that would be a key, a key indicator. Your sense of whether or not that's true or false would be, would be dispositive, I think, of how you feel about him in any number of other ways. You would have to, you'd have to stand with him in his claims about having the election stolen from him, despite all the facts to the contrary. And, and so when I talk to I, people who I would consider pretty smart about this, do, here's how the question goes. Do you believe... Or no, it's simple, even simpler than that. Did Donald win the election of 2020? Yes or no? And the and 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 a lot of times it's really the answer is divided into two groups. One group says, "Stop! Oh, come on! You're not you're not going to start with that again." That's that's that is the avoidance group. You get that. I'm talking about talking to, to reasonably intelligent people here. Oh no, you're not going to go there. As, as, though, as though that is simply a, 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 a basis for beginning an argument. And if I, even, if I even engage with you, I'm simply getting into an argument. But I can't answer the most basic question. I must protect myself and protect Don. It's a protection thing. It's a fear thing. That's, that's one side of the answer. One, one group will go that route. Oh, how can you eat? Don't even bring that up. Try this if you're interested. The other group goes, well, you know, there's still, there have uh, always been some, some questions about that. And, and that, to me, is the even more nefarious answer. That is, that is, the, that is even an even more uh, uh, gutless answer. That's the answer that says to me, I am afraid to deal with... The, well, bo bo both sets of answers say, I'm afraid to deal with the truth. By the way, there's a, thir there's a third group out there. Did Donald win the election? You bet he won the election. Well, have you, are you aware of the 62 lawsuits? That, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's all, that's all a load of crap. That, then you get the avoidance at that point. Then, ah, oh, come on, that's all crap. That was all so... But, but you understand... Nah, what are you talking about? It's a load of... And, and, and then it just... And then, of course, there's a diversion. There's some way to try to get around talking about the 62 lawsuits. But, but you know, so you, go, you cut right to the fact... But in all of this, the, the larger narrative surrounding it is a incapacity, either an unwillingness or I, I, I call it a fear, a flat-out fear of admitting to the fact that Donald is lying. He is lying. Or if, if, and if you don't want to even think about whether he's lying because you love him too much, then a denial of the question 
a, a, an, an invalidation of the question about whether he even might be lying. Now, now why on earth, you know, assuming, and, and the intelligent people out there know damn well, they know damn well that he lost. Th th that's, that's the important part here. He lost straight out. They know this. I don't know any intelligent Donald supporters who don't know this. Donald knows this. Why on earth would you support someone who you know is lying about their loss in the last election, will be carrying this into this election cycle, will of course be proclaim that he was, that he was stole, it was stolen from him again when he loses in November. It's going to be repeated all over again. He is going to tell people that that's it, it's the end of the world, and by then he will have been convicted of at least one of the crimes. How, how do you, looking forward and seeing that, looking backward and seeing the lie, how can you possibly want this person to be the President of the United States? It makes no sense. You know the guy is lying. We all know the guy is lying. Why would you want someone so fundamentally flawed, so obviously incapable of dealing with the truth, so obviously committed to dividing people, so obviously committed to keeping his own name in the press, that's what's keeping him alive, that's what's keeping the storyline alive. Donald has a genius for keeping himself in the press, no matter which side of the press that is, no matter which, which press it is, which silo of information is, is putting out the information. Donald's there. Day in and day out, Donald is there. You would think that this has been a joint presidency between him and Biden. That's another problem that Biden faces here, by the way, is that Donald is never out of the picture. He is perpetually there. there it, it, he is perpetually a backdrop to the current presidency. But, but aside from that, how do you bring yourself to say the best person, the person that I want to be the leader of the free world, to be the head of all coalitions uh, uh, in, in Western alliances, the person to be the power source in NATO, the person to exercise uh, uh, Article 5 of NATO if it came to that, the person who basically is the president of all Americans, the person who will support the Constitution, the person who basically will support and, and, and effectuate our laws and basically make... How can you expect that of him? Well, you can't. You, you, you can't. And, and, so, and, and, and that means that even the people who support Donald, and I'm making a jump here, but I, th I, I think it's a very valid one. Even they understand that the next election is a choice between American democracy as we have known it, as it's grown, as it's progressed, as it's been up to the beginning of the 21st century, between that American democracy rooted in the Constitution and 
Donald, that we are, we, 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 we just, we have no choice. We are compelled to support Donald. We, what he's done, we, we know he's lying. And he's lying about one of the most fundamental, most sacred functions that we have under democracy, a free and fair and open election, an honest election. And we know he's lying. Of course we know he's lying. But we still have to support him. Why? Why? Why must you support him? Why would you? Why would you, knowing that this is a choice between America as a credible leader, an America that the rest of the world can have some respect for, and one guy facing 91 criminal counts whose lawyers lied to try to get him elected, who basically is out to divide everyone and everything, who panders to the far, far extremes within Why would you want that? Don't you understand anything about how America functions? Do you understand that we basically ultimately have to govern from the center? Without getting back towards the center, or at least making a move sort of towards the center, as we go out to extremes, our natural tendency is to pull back towards the center. That's how America functions. That's how a democracy with a built-in self-destruct switch keeps from throwing that damn switch. Republicans, don't you understand that? And the answer is, yeah, probably I do. Okay, so then how could you possibly be for Donald? I've, I've come up with a simple answer. Fear. Fear is the driving force behind the Republican Party. Fear of everyone and everything. Fear of Donald is the first and primary. This is the one that they, that, that it's very, very hard for Republicans to admit to. But there is a gnawing fear of Donald out there. It's, it's, it's built in to the willingness to lie to cover for him. You have to be afraid of the guy. You have to be afraid not to lie for him. Why? Why are you this afraid? Republicans, why are you afraid of him? Well, because you have allowed yourself to get into this sublimation process where all of your fears and anxieties are expressed in his. That, that life and everything about your lives is being is in a defensive crouch. Your, your posture is perpetually defensive. And the only way we can stop being driven down to our knees is if Donald comes in and kicks everyone's ass. Well, you know, dismantles the, the, the Justice Department, dis, dismantles the IRS, d d does everything he needs to do to help himself. 
And we, we, we know there's really nothing he can, uh, and, and, and he'll stop immigration and, 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 he'll, and he'll get rid of all those transsexuals that are destroying our, our, our pure American blood or whatever the hell the insane. But it will be all of the stuff that they, they, the libs, I guess, everyone who's not a Donald supporter, I guess, is imposing on us using the power of the dark state, deep state, whatever the hell that's supposed to be, in order to make our lives horrible. And it reveals that there has been this underlying sense of anger and fear that was just waiting to be tapped by a Donald type. He, he's managed to tap it in people that I would have never thought had that level of fear and anxiety within them or that it could be touched by someone who was as transparently false and flawed as a Donald Trump. He has an amazing, amazing innate capacity to tap into other people's fears to make them seem real or to give them a, a, a sense that they're real and that we can, if you're with me, we can overcome, we, we can turn this into a red paradise. We can overcome everyone and everything that you've ever felt put down by you don't you don't realize that you're dealing with with your with the with the overbearing father syndrome that has that has preoccupied so much of western society since the english kings the the whole notion of the irrational father and you are responding to that republicans you are you are basically uh, you are basically being energized you are being told do or die by the overbearing father figure that just plays back again and again and again and again within uh, Western history. And you are basically adding to that every fear, every anxiety, every xenophobic uh, urge, every, every hatred, every, every sense of... of, of your own belittlement, everything that was ever done to you, as suddenly it becomes an affront, a fault, and that becomes predominant in your thought process. And you embrace Donald because he can help us get, get through all of that. We can, we can get rid of it, finally. It's our, and it's our last chance. And if we don't get rid of it, we are toast. That's it. We're, we're gone. We, we, we don't exist. And we can only exist through Donald. Just to say it sounds wacky. But that's what it is. That's honest to God what it is. I, 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 I been, I'm at a point in, in my own writing. Um, I have a book. I have a novel. I have a introductory made-for-TV movie. I have a ten-part miniseries. Every word of it written. You add it all up. It's well over a thousand pages. I'm in the process of marketing this, creating marketing material for this. One of the things that you have to do to sell something this massive is to create a, a convincing, all-encompassing, endearing logline, a logline in, in, in the in the in the movie industry. 
is basically the story in a very few words. What is, hey, what's this about? says uh, the producer in, 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 a, uh, in, in a proverbial 15-second, uh, uh, 30-second elevator chat. And you've got just that much time to, 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 sp to, to spill out, to, to explain uh, a, a franchise. It's, well, I've got a book that introduces a made-for-TV movie that in turn introduces a 10-part miniseries. The whole thing runs. It's a massive, under and it's completely written. Well, that's not, that's not a logline. That's, that's, a, that's a structural statement. I mean, people may be impressed by that, but it doesn't give them a reason to want to buy in. And I, and I got to thinking, what would be the log line for the Republican Party as it exists right now? And it would be something, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, and forgive me, I had not, not pre-thought this before I'm saying it. I knew I was going to say this, but I really didn't work out the logline. But it would have to be something like, without him, we will be destroyed by an internal force within the country. We are with him because it's our last chance to avoid our own self-destruction. If we can't save him at any price, we can't save ourselves. And, 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 and you would have to, and, 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 and the insanity of that statement, obviously, it, it, of course it's crazy, it's paranoid, but within the context of America and, and within the context of the Constitution, you would have to be able to say that somehow, somehow, a group has basically arisen that is about to take you over. We, we are, we, we, we Trumpians, we MAGA people, are the immediate target of a group of people who would want to destroy, well, 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 this is, the, this is the amazing thing here now. And again, those who do not learn from history are destined to repeat it and suffer its consequences again and again. This is how the fascists took over in Europe, and I, I would argue Japan, but Jap Japan basically was doing this, it was sort of a fascistic, uh, uh, monarchist, uh, I don't, I, I, Spain, Italy, and Germany in the 1920s, going into the 30s, were all being, their populations were all being presented with this same notion that there was something within their society. There were forces within their society that were basically combining to take away their freedoms. And the leaders of these groups all basically were willing to destroy the democratic societies that they lived in in order to fulfill what was being revved up more and more as a sense of we are being oppressed. And, and of course, you must begin identifying the oppressed as well. For, Donald is the least skillful wannabe fascist, wannabe mafia don, wannabe dictator. He is terrible at this. 
keeps proving this again and again. He's phenomenal at getting people revved up to give him what he wants. But because he doesn't have a cohesive uh, political strategy, a, a political goal, he doesn't have he doesn't have a a, a, a he doesn't have a, an image of a completely revitalized or reversed or or somehow a different America. He doesn't have an American image. He has an image of Donald and what Donald gets out of it. And so he perpetually keeps this ideology, which would be the exact, well, not the ideology, this methodology, which would be the starting point for a perfect fascism, he keeps, rather than recreating the American state, he simply stops at destroying enemies on behalf of Donald. And, and, and it's, and it's, and it, yeah, if, if they get past me, they get to you. But he's, he's more interested in, how can I put this? The, 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 the revision of the state is not where he seems to be going. He, he doesn't have an image of even what the state would be like. It's just, get me back. It's my power. Get me back in power. Stay with me. Keep supporting me. Keep the image of me as all that stands between you and them. Keep that out there. And let me poke jokes and let me make fun of and let me and let me pound and let me and let me pander to everyone. But it's I'm not trying to recreate, I'm not trying to create a fascist state. I'm not trying to turn America into a fascist state. I simply, my goal is simply to get out of it what I want, and I want to hear the applause. I'm an entertainer. I'm not a dick, I'm, I'm not that good as a dictator. I'm better off, I'm better entertaining and just taking what I want and basically saying, you, 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 stay over there. I don't want the problem of having to dictate. I want others to go ahead and, and clear out, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, clear out anyone who's against me. But, but nothing subtle. I want people, I want people more to feel, I want them to feel the juiciness of my saying, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, it's going to be a revenge tour, it's going to be a retribution tour. I, I want people to believe that just enough to get me to the point where I can get my ass back in the White House. That's, that's as far as I can think. I don't have a worldview. I don't have a Weltschauung that basically will take me into this huge sphere of international uh, uh, fascistic... Uh, uh, I, I, I don't see that. I don't need that. To get what I want, all I have to do is get people... I have short-term goals. The first goal right now is to keep my ass from getting convicted between now and the election. If I'm elected before then, then I have a chance. I just walk into the White House and I and I pardon myself. I, yes, I create a complete constitutional breakdown by beginning my presidency by by pardoning myself and 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 taking. I don't. Will I ever take people out of prison? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll see. I'll see. But that's how I protect my own ass. I I begin with destroying 
any sense of the fabric of the country, but I don't have another thing to replace it with. You see, I can't conceive of a state of fascism. I may be using some of the tools, it may sort of come out of me naturally, but I'm not rebuilding, I'm not reconstructing anything. I don't have the brains of a Mussolini or, 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 or a Franco or certainly a Hitler. I don't, I don't know that, I, I don't have any of that. I simply have, I, I, I like being around them and I wanna get what they got. I want to have whatever money and power I can get my hands on, but I don't want to create a state. I don't want anything like that. I want to basically have what I've got, but leave me, don't touch me. Leave me alone, let me do whatever the hell I want to do. And I want to hear all of you rooting for me. I want to hear my fans. So, so, there's never, you never get this sense in listening to Donald, and his people are never told, we must create the new German state. There are no Nuremberg rallies. There, 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 there are rallies, but they're, but they're comical. They're, they're put-downs, they're, they're, they're anger things. It's all, about, it's all about people smiling and laughing in the crowd. But there's no real sense of, Here's what I'm going to replace America with. No, because I'm building my version of an American fantasy where no one bothers me anymore. I get everything I want. But, you see, once I've got it, you're not necessary anymore. You... you I, you, you'll, you can still be, you can still tune in every day, and you can enjoy my show, but basically, uh, you're not really necessary for me. I'm not going to create some kind of Hitler youth. I'm, I'm not going to create a Trumpian, Trumpian youth. I am not developing the next generation of people into members of this counter-state that basically replaces America. No, I simply want for me. Your job, and, and this is how everybody who works for me, know, everybody knows this, your job is to be loyal to me. I have no such reciprocal obligation towards you. Your reason, and the reason you want to be loyal to you is because you're entertained. You basically feel good about it. I make you feel good about what I'm wanting from me. I make you feel like you're going to get something. I keep saying to you, I'm all that stands between you and it. Don't worry when I'm in, I'll, I'll change it. I just want to not go to prison, and I want to basically stop the people who were going to do me. I want to get even. This is, I'm going to do exactly what I've done my whole fucking life. Nothing different, nothing better. There's nothing more coming from me. I'm not doing anything to improve America. If I get to the White House, what I'll have succeeded in doing is dividing the country for, I don't know how long to come, to everybody's disservice. There's nothing that will improve when I'm there. There's nothing that I plan to give anybody. I simply plan to not 
be, I plan to get even. It's going to be the biggest corporate office in the world. And I'm, oh, what? Yeah, Russia, go ahead, take Ukraine. I don't care. China, uh, what do you have for me? Oh, wow, you, are you in a, oh, you got to start using, I can build properties? Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Do whatever the hell you want. Russia, you want to go in and, oh, you want to go back and take the, uh, oh, the, the Baltic states? Uh, uh, yeah, well, don't worry. I mean, uh, what was it, Article 5, NATO Article 5? <laughs> Forget that. What, uh, I, I, you, think, you think I'm, I don't care. What the hell? You're over there, you, you want those little tiny plates? I don't care. I don't notice that. Uh, America will not, will not respond to an Article 5 situation. What will be the process, what will be the breakdown in American society as a result of that? What will be the breakdown of American uh, predominance in the world? How will this affect our enemies? What will, we will simply, Donald, for the moment, will go ahead and he will, uh, and he will basically, uh, you know, we'll, 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 as long as you do business with me, it's okay. Until, basically, that capacity to do business has weakened us to the point where we have no more affiliations and we are no longer respected as the leader around the world. And then someone takes a slap at us. And well, we'll just give that up over there. And we keep pulling in our cell. We, we, we pull in our, we pull in the, 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 the wagons get tighter and tighter around us and America becomes an irrelevancy. And before you know it, the world basically burns again. Yes, there is a place for America to prevent that sort of thing, people. That's the way it's been. That's the way it has to be, especially in the way things are right now. It's necessary. It's not just going to be about Donald getting what he wants and, 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 his, and all the Republicans applauding because they're afraid. They're afraid of what he might do to them. And there's nowhere else to go. But I think there's one thing that could help basically turn this around that might wake Republicans up. And that will be the day. And it'll happen before the election, the way things are going right now. The first day that there is a huge headline in the news. It's going to be all over the place. And the words will be just two words. Trump convicted. And the fantasy goes away. And, oh, yeah, no, it's, they, 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 but Donald gets taken away in handcuffs and then is sentenced. That will change a lot. Oh, there will be a reaction. Oh, federal buildings will be attacked and state capitals will be threatened and there'll be cordons of police. But that's when things change and Donald knows it and it's his biggest nightmare. Don't forget that. That's when things, that's when the audience begins to turn against him. That's when the entertainment gets rough. That's when that, well, wait a minute, I'll have to vote for a convicted, sentenced criminal. That changes everything. The show is no longer so much fun. Stay tuned for that one. And stay tuned for David Bach. It is Friday, you know. After a little jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to center-left radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Center Left Radio has been here for more than seven consecutive years and more than 800 individual episodes. 800. Think of that. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make Center Left Radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we enter this final consequences stage of the Trump saga. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You're listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz, and you're listening to us on the air at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and you're listening to us, not, not improbably, because it's Friday and you know exactly what I'm going to say next. David, what's on your mind? Uh, well, there's a lot. Um, the, the national pastime is back, which is good to know. Yeah. Um, it happened uh, again yesterday. Um, and then, no, I'm not talking about baseball. Uh, I'm talking about mass shootings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many school shootings we've had this year? In, in, in Well, in 2024, you mean? Yes. Well, it's been more than two. It's been two. How many? Four. And it's the fifth day of the year. Um, at that rate... Uh, we would, and we, I'm pretty sure schools came back. They didn't open on January 1st. I think they no, came back. No, no, they second. came back later. Yeah. So that means you had. To, it's it's pretty sick. It's it's beyond sick. Um, ah, I, I I don't know where to go, and that's a problem because we, we we should be spending an hour on that. We should be shocked, and we should be absolutely uh, prepared with the legislation to put out there. But we're at the point where we've been. Numbed and neutralized to this stuff. Well, let, let's just discuss this quickly because there's a couple things very different. Obviously, mental health is an issue. The Republican Party doesn't care. They defund mental health. No, no, chance no, no, they get. No. Um, the other thing that is becoming increasingly more common is 
these, especially online, is these mass shootings being blamed on uh, non-binary, trans, LGBTQ right, of people, course. Yeah. regardless of, of whether or not they are. Standard, um, standard fascistic policy. That's 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 what you do. You find you find a group or individuals to blame, of course, for anything that's wrong in society. Of course, yeah, that's standard. And, and, and even even if it is like, because um, their argument is that I think it's five of them have been done. Uh, allegedly by non-binary people, they're still pretending Uvalde was done by one. Of course, um, of course, of course. There's, what, over 100 school shootings a year? Now, also, it is worth mentioning that sometimes, sometimes the school shooting statistic is a little wonky because they also refer to it as anybody who fires a firearm at a school, not just into a school. So, like, if you commit suicide in a car near one, or like there's a there's a a gunfire uh, mishap near one that's also counted, so that statistic is a little bit um, inaccurate, but it is still not a. Uh, it's still it, horrible. It's still, it's still horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't. By the way, I wasn't um, aware of that. So in the words, a school shooting for statistical purposes, the way we get statistics may include a shooting near a shooting, a school, not necessarily inside a school, and it could be a, a self-inflicted wound situation as well. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't um, know that. Okay. All right. Uh, but it is worth mentioning that no other school has this. And the idea that, like, oh, we just need more armed guards. There are armed guards at some of these places. There was armed guards at um, Uvalde, and that didn't stop anything. Yeah, yeah. There was armed guards at Parkland. That didn't stop anything. No, of course not. Um the idea that, oh, a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy. Again, I know we go over this all the time, but a good guy with a gun does not stop a bad guy with a gun. Very, I mean, occasionally they do, but that's not during it. It's usually after. Um, like, even in cases where it does happen. So it's, like, too prominent. Um, in, like, 2020, there was the Ohio, uh, it was some type of festival shooting. And the cops got there within, I think it was a minute and a half. Yeah. They killed nine people. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't take much. And then, and then because they're always like, oh, if you have concealed carry, you can stop this. Well, that happened. And, and to be clear, the police don't want you to have concealed carry. Uh, partly because, I mean, there are a reason they're already so trigger happy is everyone's carrying, or they don't know who's carrying. Um, but the other thing is, they don't know who's carrying. And if you show up to a scene and the police tell you to drop it, you're going to think they're talking to the bad guy. And we know this because they shot a guy in Aurora who actually did the right thing. Like, it's not even um, like questionable. But no, uh, the the idea that we need to arm every single person and harden everything. Like, just, just to get an idea of all the places you would need to put armed guards in order to harden all the soft targets. Schools, supermarkets, movie theaters, parks, the top of every hotel so that something like... Uh, uh, Vegas doesn't happen because you can harden the the uh, the venue as much as you want. It's not going to stop somebody from no. different buildings no, of shooting into not. it unless you're armed every building, yeah, um, every office building, every uh, um, what's it, every bowling alley, every movie theater, every 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 mechanism of public transportation on every part, every every car of every train of every go on and on and on. You know, you know. And- yeah, it would be. It would be an, and also like if you're advocate, who's paying for that? Like, yeah, good point, good point. Who's paying for the firearms? Who's paying for the training? Who's responsible for when they start something? Um, like it is, it is just an asinine policy. 
Uh, speaking of which, the ah. uh, Republican Party hates kids. Um, and I, I know this isn't new, but uh, there are multiple states that are rejecting federal aid in order to feed um, children over the summer. Um, so because there are children who are poor, um, a lot of their, their highest density calorie meals come from when they're in school. So during the summers, um, what the, the government does is it offers, I think it's just straight up EBT cards uh, for these um, these families. It's like $40 a month or something. Yeah. And the government gives them money and they're just like, nah, we don't want it. We don't want welfare for this. Like, it's they're literally just starving children. Um, I know in, I want to say it was Ohio. Governor there, no, maybe it wasn't Ohio. Um, maybe it was Iowa. The governor there, it was $2 million. That was the hole that they were in. And the reason they were in that hole is because she sent the National Guard down to the border for a publicity stunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is, like, I. this really needs to be a, a position that the Democrats take during this election, is literally just feeding kids. Because it's just such an obviously correct position and they're going to sound so like they cannot express their hatred of children and women enough um and it should just be in their face that they want the poors to suffer they want children to suffer they want women to suffer the the uh the circuit in texas basically said yeah actually you do don't have the right to do an abortion even in an emergency um like it is undeniable how cruel they are. Um, their, their their ideas on the border, they have nothing. They keep going over there and they're like, this is a big problem. And they're like, yeah, to be fair, it is a problem. It's sure. going to get worse because of climate. Uh, it is January and we may have our first snow in uh, this weekend in New York. Um, it is... Just like the way to, and also they 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 don't want to solve it because it's a good political issue for them. Um, it's it's, it's much crying. better to I, have uh, it as something to throw out as a problem that the Democrats won't solve, and then walk away from it and just keep and just keep uh, campaigning on it. But don't do a damn thing to solve it. Don't do a well, damn yeah, thing to solve it. Because they also, I think they might have slightly learned from the Dobbs thing is oh when you catch the car. Um, you're kind of fucked because like, yeah. Like, and to be clear <laughs> now, I, do I eat the car? Do I shake it? How? <laughs> Good luck. You know, like you like when you win your policy battle, you have to actually implement your policy. And yeah. to be clear, Biden's policy isn't that different from Trump's. Uh, it's, and, and they're ultimately, and I, and I think this will certainly be uh, a more serious talking point especially 28, well, depending on who wins in 24, but certainly by 30, they're just going to start advocating to shoot people. Like, like just straight up, we're just going to start shooting people at the border. Um, DeSantis has already, has already floated it with his um, uh, uh, Stone Cold Dead shooting people, which, like, I know somebody asked him about it in the town hall, um, which, let's be clear, it doesn't matter. The town halls don't matter. Uh, Trump is going to wipe the floor with all of them. And even if Nikki Haley is the nominee, Nikki Haley is not a good option. The only, like, this is the only good 
like in quotes, Republican option is Chris Christie. He's yeah. the only one with any level of integrity yeah. about Trump. Like yeah. that's that's literally it. The like, great Nikki irony. Haley, Nikki, the great irony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nikki Haley has no moral. None. She, None. She's she nothing. Does not care. Uh, she said last night, "I would pardon Trump regardless because it's not about guilt. This is what's best for the country." So, to be clear, at a minimum, she's going to pardon him for stealing government secrets. Or is she going to pardon him for attempting to overthrow the election and saying democracy doesn't matter? Like, that is her stance. It, it's sick. Uh, By the way, and, and, and you, me- you mentioned Chris Christie. Let me just, I just want to say this. My, my gut sells me that Donald Trump is scared to death of being on a stage one-to-one with Chris Christie at this point. He would not survive it. Christie would not hold back for a second, and Trump would not know where to go. He would he would no. nail him with everything he had. Well, that that's that's well and good. I think it doesn't matter because Chris Christie's not going to get on another stage. No, um, no, that's it. That, I, I realize that. That's my that's a fantasy. Trump doesn't yep. have to go onto a stage no. to win. No. Um, so I want I want to be clear about this. Like Chris Christie's goal in this election was to be a spoiler for Trump. Like he was his job was to to just take shots at him, and he he failed just just straight up. He did an awful job at this. He should have turned every single question into a referendum on Trump, and he didn't. Like, the most memorable Chris Christie moment against Trump is when he called him Donald Duck. And then he partially raised his hand on whether he would pardon him. Like, that was it. Like, it is... He he did not do a good good job on it. Um, And I don't know... And also, Chris Sununu has... um, killed any oh he's a rational post-trump republican at every single time the question of would you vote for trump if he was the nominee after you just said he was dangerous or that he should be in prison and they say yes and the answer is you're not a serious person you don't actually care um yeah um but it is worth mentioning while we're talking about trump's crimes crime is actually down um like it just is yeah yeah that that, it's it's a fast it's it's fascinating to realize this uh there's so many things that that the democrats can uh, you know run positively with that biden can run positively with but that just don't seem to be out there or if they are they're just not getting traction there is an interesting one did you know that a whole bunch of uh um Pharmaceutical companies decided to magnanimously uh, lower the prices of insulin. Yeah, isn't that interesting? <laughs> it was all magnanimous. Yeah, had nothing to do with laws that were passed by Biden. Nothing to do at all. Nothing to do with no, that. No, that's not what. That's not what the news said. They just decided that 2024 would be the year that they decided their profits weren't as important anymore this year. But isn't there some? Uh, also, isn't there something out there also about 500 different drugs? are having price increases now in 2024 also? Didn't I read something about that? Well, that's, yes, probably. Uh, whatever and the number is. I mean, who, who the with, hell knows? You know, it's... What, and that has to do with two factors. One, the insulin is to do with the uh, Inflation Reduction Act capping uh, insulin for Medicare patients. That's right. Um, and the rest of the drugs have to do with the uh, marching orders. So Biden threatened the pharmaceutical companies with marching orders, basically saying, hey, we're going to force you to lower these prescriptions and they said which drugs he said fuck you um so they lowered the ball because they don't know uh basically what that means is because the federal government um puts a a ton of money into researching for these drugs for these pharmaceutical companies um 
they have the ability to help set some of the prices, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Like they, like there are things that they they do need to be talked about, and like some of them are kind of seen as a joke, but they're ways for them to make things uh, less expensive for the American people. Um, it's you know it's going after Ticketmaster in order for them not to gouge prices. It's going after. Um, junk fees it's going after robocalls it's little things here and there that they can use to lower pricing because they they can't do things like uh increase housing with with legislation because they they can't pass anything through the house like this is not even just a republican thing that they won't do that they literally can't pass anything through the house like the they've passed a tenth of the regular bills that get passed during a, a regular session yeah um a tenth uh, these are the people who claim that nobody ever wants to work at. Keep in mind, they do this at overtime hearings. Um, they work like three hours a week for like four days, and then they go home for a month. Um, they don't actually care about like there. There are things that he needs to start campaigning on for some of this other stuff. Um, and also, we're going to find out about the Supreme Court uh, rulings. Whether it's uh, obviously they're going to say Trump isn't isn't uh, above the law. Because that that is just an asinine ruling. Um, but it, even if they let him back on the ballot, it's worth remembering that the argument that Trump's lawyers was making was not that Donald Trump didn't do a crime. It's that he should be allowed to anyway. Right, like, right, right, right. Good point, good point. He wasn't doing insurrection. They were saying either he's not technically an officer of the Constitution, which I— like I don't even understand how that's a, like an argument you can make in real. Like I understand they they have like no good arguments. David, it's David, the, I I, I don't I don't understand as a, as a, as a lawyer myself. I I looked at the wording on that and I have no bloody idea how anyone could say well he's not an off what? <laughs> Come on, but I mean really, but okay, the, you know. and like. And again, I want to I want to be very clear about something else. Like the idea that you can't that this is unconstitutional. We put limits on people who run for office all the time. Of you course, know how old you have to be um, to run for Congress. You have to be twenty five. Yeah, yeah. You, you know who can't? You know who you can't vote for in twenty twenty uh, twenty four. Can't vote for Barack Obama. He's, yeah, he's termed out. You can't vote for. Um, like Elon Musk can't vote for him. He's not a naturalized citizen. That's or right. Born here. That's um, right. You know what else you can't vote? You can't vote for me. You know why? Because I'm 30. <laughs> so they, the, they are breaking my constitutional rights by not letting me run for president. Like Jeez. It is such an asinine uh, idea. And it, like, yes, he's probably going to end up on the ballot. But it doesn't mean that he should. Like, the right ruling is to keep him off the ballot. And of again, of course it is. Of course it is. This needs to be pointed out. They've already started doing violence. They're not going to do violence. There's not going to be a civil war over Donald Trump. That's just and anyone online who's saying that is the fucking coward because they're not going to be involved in any of it. They're just going to egg on dumb fucks and will uh, and a whole bunch and a few of them will decide that they want to be a hero. But guess what? You're just going to end up either dead or in jail. And That's right. they don't give a flying fuck about you. Because if you do this, they're going to say, oh, you're Antifa. Oh, you're a Fed. Oh, you had mental illness. You weren't really one of us. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. They don't care. They're not like the problem is there will be a few of them who attempt this. Um, 
just because they're that insane. But the idea that we should not carry out the law because one side is willing to use political violence, then it doesn't, the rule of law doesn't matter. And before they go, oh, well, you know, you had all the BLM riots. Like, okay, let's take the extreme of the BLM riots. Joe Biden rebuilt Portland and Seattle in two years. Like, he should be president just on that. Because according to them, they burnt down Portland and Seattle. Yeah, all the you know, down to the ground. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, the whole the whole cities. Yeah, David, why do I get the sense that uh, twenty twenty four? You know, there was no there, there were there was no huge uh, line in in the sand drawn in the sky. Uh, we are continuing twenty twenty three, which of course is what reality dictates, and that we're going to just have to. Keep playing the games to see where this ends up. I keep saying, and I said it in the first segment of the show, that the, the first real change here will happen when there's a headline that says Trump convicted. And it's going to happen before the election. And I, 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 just, I just have a feeling that, that, that Donald knows that that's why he's so panicked about the about the notion of anything coming down before the election, that why he's trying every delaying tactic on earth, and he's basically running out of them at this point. Also, uh, the court will rule on his uh, on his culpability uh, very shortly. The, the 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 appeals court will come down with the ruling. The Supreme Court will probably decline to uh, to review it, which will mean that Donald can be prosecuted. That would have been his main. Uh, that would have been a, 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 a main appeal issue that he would have tried for. And then on top of that, what you were saying, the, the likelihood is that the court will completely cave, that, that will, it will deny the fact that the Constitution exists, it will deny that Article 14, Section 3 was ever written, that it ever was meant to have any meaning. They'll find, I don't know how the hell they're going to do it. Will they do it on the basis of officer? Will they do it on the basis of, well, it's not, he hasn't been proven to be, I, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But, but, but everything that you really could have wanted to know about that particular thing is, is contained in the majority opinion of the Colorado Supreme Court, which knocked down every argument that the Supreme Court or the Court of Appeals on its way up to the Supreme Court could have made that would have kept Trump on the ballot. It's going to be fascinating. People are going to go bonkers over this, but... Let's see where we stand, and uh, we're going to keep playing the games right through uh, 2024. It's the year, and we find out if uh, we come out of this uh, with a country or one that we recognize. I, I also do want to – there's one last thing I want to talk about. So yesterday the, the House released a, um, a report about all the money Trump made. Uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I want to be very clear on this. There's two factors in this that need to One, it's very clear that he broke the emoluments clause. Like that's just – not even debatable. Not even, but two, no, not even debatable. No, not at all. Two, I want to be clear on the things like, oh, they're like, oh, he got all this money from China. Okay, well, unless it correlates to actual legislation or change in government policy, it's just an emolument stuff. Like, I'm probably more worried about his Saudi money than um, his China money because that's where he's more likely to change policy. This is very similar to the uh, the Hunter Biden argument. Just because you got money from somebody, if it doesn't, if it if it doesn't correlate to 
policy change. It's not influence peddling. Like that's a that's a clear delineation that needs to be made. Okay. All right. Uh, but in the case of the Hunter Biden situation, that money came to Hunter Biden, and there's never been it an ability. Have any, but that's that's the argument that I mean is like, yeah, yeah, just because he got that money from China doesn't mean that it's anything more than just normal nepotism. Well, and more, more and, and yeah, more, more than that. I, but, but on, the, on the Hunter Biden side of things, if there was anything that Joe could have been nailed on. In the four years that Donald was president, uh, even with Bill Barr and everybody else he had in there, Jeff Sessions and everyone else he had in there in the DOJ, they didn't have squat. And they still don't have squat. And it's just like the border policy. It's just like gun policy. You talk about it, you yell about it, and you don't do shit. It's just a fun issue to have. That's all the Joe Biden... Uh, inquiry is about there will never be an impeachment they may feel forced to do it but i think that would work to their to their disadvantage if they went that far it's just keep it out there keep bullshitting about it keep lying about it keep the base you know uh, keep the red meat hanging out there and i don't know where the hell it'll go but we but it's going to keep going and so are we david you didn't mention it in the beginning of the piece uh where can people hear you they can uh, find me on twitter at uh um, uh, faces ideas now. Got it. Okay, and I and I hope they do, and I hope they uh, continue to do it throughout 2024. God knows we will. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of you know of 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 a of a famous long deceased actress uh, mentioning a little something uh, to her guests at a party. Uh, Fasten your seatbelts. We're in for a bumpy ride, and. Um, yeah, I guess that's just what we're going to have to get through. A bumpy ride. It won't be the first one America's gone through, but it's a different one. And uh, let's see. We're here to, to, to call the balls and strikes and, and, uh, and to try to look forward and understand and make sense of it. I hope you're here with us also on Center Left Radio on this, the first of our shows of, uh, of the new year. And I thank you, David, once again for... I, I, I've never tried to count how many shows uh, that you've done with Center Left Radio, and I appreciate it tremendously, and uh, onward we go. Uh, which, and, and, and in, 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 the, uh, in the interest of tradition being maintained, why change it now? Uh, we end it, for now, with a little jazz.
been listening to Central Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Ever wonder what what is the what's the calculation? What's the formula that keeps people Trumpian? Well, you've got to be in fear of everyone and everything that Donald says you should be in fear of. You incorporate that fear into your feelings. You even are fearful of Donald. But what's Donald fearful of? Everything. But especially the day when the headline says, Trump guilty.